This is Company, the podcast. I'm Sky Manson. Company is a podcast produced in rural Australia, bringing together ambitious women from the bush, the cities and all over the world. It's been chilly these last few weeks, hasn't it? Have you been cooking slow roasts and soups to keep warm? Today's guest has, and she's been helping others too as well. Lo Corcoran lives in Burrawa in southern New South Wales with her husband and three daughters and has spent a lot of her life in the kitchen. And often it's been alongside some of the great cooks of her family. Her website and blog, Lo's Kitchen, pays homage to this. And she so generously shares all this goodness on Instagram too. She's published 250 recipes and has 40 more waiting to be written up. And there's a post-it note wall full of recipes to include in her cookbook, which she's going to write one day. Lo's character is a bit infectious, and so I think you're really going to like this chat. We start by talking about how her blog and website came about. So Lowe's Kitchen is a food blog and um, some people might be saying, what is a blog? And basically, I actually Googled three years ago, what is a food blog? And it's just a website. So the lowskitchen.com.au is just a website that I've created um, with the sole purpose of sharing my recipes, my family recipes with you all. Just tell me a little bit about how it started then. Like, is this a little seed that's been growing within you for a while or was it a spur of the moment thing when there was a change of career or? Yeah, um, I, I guess since having my three little girls and um, being out of the workforce, I've been a stay mum for the past couple of years and um, cooking has always been my absolute passion and my hobby. From a very young age, I've spent a lot of the time, um, a lot of time in the kitchen with my mum and sisters and my grandma and in more recent years, my mother-in-law. So cooking, it just plays such a massive part of um, my life. And I guess Sky, I was just sick of always texting mum for a recipe or Anne for a recipe. So I just thought, why don't I pop my ideas down and um, and I created the food blog with the purpose of, yeah, just, I guess, sharing it with anyone that wanted to listen. It's funny because Lo and I live quite close to each other, like maybe 40 minutes over the hill. I'm Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> gunning we, and didn't, we didn't organise this very well, but we should, have, um, we should have tried to catch up in person. So we've had a coffee and something. But no, we, um, so my husband and I, Cooks, and I moved to Brewer just at the start of this year. He's from here. His family have been here forever. And we'd been living in Wagga for close to a decade. And um, we've moved back to Brewer for Charlotte. Charlotte started kindy here and um, just to be closer to family. And um, Brewer's only sort of a hop, skip and a jump up to Sydney and um, Canberra where all of our family are. So we're really, really happy here. Um, and yeah, like I, don't, I can't see us moving anywhere. So yeah, Burrow is now home. Tell me a little bit about the community and how that plays into a love of country living. Oh, we, um, we love the small town. We love the small community. Um, being able to say g'day to people as you walk down the street. Um, it's a really small community and, and the school that Charlotte's just started at, we're just so happy with. It's a beautiful, small little community. I think just under 100 in the whole school. Um, COVID has played a funny 
it hasn't been the most social time of late, obviously, since she started school the last couple of months. Um, so we do look forward to getting to know more of the other families from the school. Um, but the community, the Boora community, it's, oh, it's just really good. Rugby's picking back up. So Corks is off to footy training again. So he's enjoying that. And um, we've got some great friends here. And as I said, Tim's family has been here forever. So all of his cousins and um, family are here. So we do have this really beautiful sense of belonging. And um, yeah, we just, we really enjoy it. We love living in a small town. And I love that you say that you cook with your mom and your mother-in-law and your sisters. And so tell me a bit about that. Is that you actually spend time in their kitchens cooking together? Yeah. So I, um, I grew up in Sydney and I'm one of five kids. So um, a lot of the time when I was little, obviously we spent a lot of time in the kitchen, mum cooking for a crowd and mum I guess I was just always so interested uh, in everything she was cooking. She cooked a lot of, sort of big family hearty meals, everything from spag bowl to zucchini slice, um, tuna macaroni, quiches, party food, lots of cakes. And um, I guess i not even thinking about it. I just, uh, mum just taught me over the years and I just learnt the importance of cooking for a crowd and using good, honest food and, um, yeah, economical meals for families. And then um, every school holidays, I used to go out to the farm where I would spend a lot of time in the kitchen with Mim, where she taught me how to cook everything from roasts to schnitzel and cutlets and um, lots of meat because it was a beast property. Um, so they killed their own beasts. And um, yeah, I guess I just spent a lot of time in my youth cooking. And um, now that I think back at it over the years, I guess that's really that they are the people that taught me how to cook. I love that so much. So tell me about, like you said that you're one of five and mm -hmm. were you the sibling that loved cooking or was everybody spending lots of time in the kitchen and is everybody within your family like, oh, no, she'll, she'll, <laughs> she'll do the cooking for this next family get together and... We love yeah, it. she'll do the cooking, but she'll do the cooking because she probably won't give anyone else um, a, a start. But no, we, um, so my brother, Pete, he, oh, he, he'll just do what he's told, um, <laughs> um, growing up with four sisters. But um, no, we all love food. When, I wouldn't say we're massive foodies. We're probably just at home with, you know, a piece of good Vegemite toast on sourdough as opposed to having to go out and eating in a hatted restaurant all the times we catch up as family. It's always sort of a big crowd. So um you know, we're always just cooking, nothing too adventurous, but um, yeah, I guess I do, a lot of the inspiration I get is um, around these family gatherings and catch-ups with friends and parties and things. So yeah, um, we all do love food and we all talk about it. We have a WhatsApp family group and it'll be six months out um, before Christmas, Sky, and we're already, you know, tapping away at who's bringing what and what we're going to cook and yeah. How good. So about now. <laughs> Yeah, about now. <laughs> <laughs> Any day <Yeah>. now. <laughs> That's crazy. Pretty organised. So good. I can't, I'm very much the opposite. Mm. But I'm interested in the breakdown of the family dynamic because my, yeah, there's one of my sisters particularly loves the kitchen and um, she was the youngest and so she somehow just managed to spend a lot of time in the kitchen whereas um she was able to get out of working in the yards and stuff because she'd be able to go home and like start cooking dinner and things. And it's just evolved from there. And she's a wonderful well, now. Yeah. That's, it's funny you say that with the youngest, cause I've got twin sisters who are the youngest and um, they're seven years 
younger than me and growing up they would always be cooking sweets um like biscuits and cakes to take into school and I have always preferred cooking more um savory dishes and more you know the main meal the main event so um it's interesting that they're kind of the sweet cooks in our family um and yeah like family dynamics I guess growing up with all of us yeah we all had our role I remember Pete was always on the washing up duty and I'd have to take the tea towel and Casey I think always used to say she had to go off to the toilet or was it Els I can't remember there's a fight in the family (laughs) both of them saying saying that they were trying to get out of the jobs but um no it's um growing up was really good having a lot of us around and when I look in your Instagram feed um, these days, your own girls play such a big part in it and I love it. They're so, they're, they're really gorgeous girls and I love to see their little hands in the kitchen. Uh, why do you do that? Um, I don't know if I'm uh, putting them in their sky for a reason or, or basically I'm just at home a lot with the girls and um, they're just in the kitchen with me just because that's what um, we spend our time doing. But no, I guess I like Charlotte, Annabelle and Primmy. Um, Charlotte started kindy and Annabelle's at preschool and Primrose turns one next week. So yeah, they're just in the kitchen a lot with me. And I guess they, they do play a big role in the food blog, but they're always talking about food and stuff. And I think it's important to teach them how to cook as well. Um, Charlotte would be able to tell you how to make sort of her favourite dishes. Um, She makes chocolate cupcakes and the way that she can put the batter into the prepared patty cases in the tray is a lot neater than I can do and she's only six years old. So, um, yeah, but, um, no, they play, obviously, they're a massive part of our lives, Corks and I are so lucky to have them and they're just our whole world. And, um, yeah, they they do play a big part in in my blog, I guess. I... I really love your images and the way that you take photos of of your food and um, the little glimpses that we get into your kitchen. And I think you have a certain style on Instagram. Is that something that you've tried to cultivate as well or has it just come about? Um, It's so funny you say that, Sky, because um, the photography part of um, the food blog for me I find quite difficult. I'm definitely not a photographer. I just take all photos off my iPhone. And I did a couple of years ago sign up to a photography course in Sydney and for some reason I never got there. Um, But my sister told me once when I started Instagram um, that all the photos on your feed should have, if you're planning on using a filter, you should just use the one type of filter for everything. And um, I said, okay, no worries. So I've taken that um, and I just do that. I don't know. I snap away. I've always got thousands and thousands of photos on my phone. I think um, I have major storage issues. I think I had 33,000 photos of food on my phone the other day, the food and girls. So um, I'm not very good. I do need to um, get a better storage system happening. But no, thanks for saying that. I just, um, yeah, I I enjoy it now. Yeah. Lead me through uh, maybe a bit of a day in the life of um of low when you are cooking something that will be um, uploaded to the blog and Instagram? How often do you do this? How long does it usually take you? Do you set aside a whole day to do one meal um, and have everything sort of put up on the blog or is it a little bit more haphazard than that? Yeah, it's um, funny you say that. I go through weeks and people that follow the Lowe's Kitchen Instagram or um, or blog, they'll see that there are days where I'm smashing out a recipe a day and I'm so inspired and, um, and then there are other times where, 
you know, a couple of weeks will go by and I don't post anything new. Um, today, for example, I was dropping Charlotte off at school and I ran into the principal at the front gate and he was telling me um, how they have a huge crop of spinach in the um, in the veggie patch out the back and he said, Lo, can you do something with it? Because um, I've been into the kindy classes before and helped make spinach and cheese triangles. Um, and anyway, I said, okay, yep, I'll come and pick up some spinach. So I got home this morning and I've been Googling spinach soup. I've never made spinach soup, but <laughs> we'll see how that goes. And um, I'll make like a spinach and feta tart to take in um, a quiche for their last day. But um, no, I, I don't set, it, set aside a lot of time. You'll, you'll notice from all the photos, the lighting, I think, sky is the hardest thing because I'll be cooking away just for dinner or for lunch or for a special occasion. And half the time when the food's cooked, we'll be sitting down to eat it at dinner time and it's dark and to try and take a photo of the meal. Um, corks will just be about to tuck in and it'll be like, hang on a minute, I haven't taken a photo and I'll snap away. So um, I'm getting pretty good at just um, clearing the bench or clearing my kitchen table. So there's mess up one end and it looks <laughs> cleaning down the other end and take a photo down the end where there's no junk. I'm just intrigued by people's rituals and time management and all those sorts of things. And that's why I often on this podcast, I'm asking questions like that. And some people are very structured. They're like, yes, I do this, this, this in this way. And other people aren't, but still the end product, uh, um, sort of the same. They're equally as impressive. I just love to hear about how people arrive at their end product. Yeah. Well, I, I guess, um, I, there are days where I get so much done and I feel like a superwoman and um, I just can't get over it. And then there are other days where, I, you know, I'm sure you can relate to and, and you feel like the day's gone and I can't even figure out what I've done all day. So um, I don't know, I guess when I get those bursts of energy and I'm inspired to cook and I just um, go for it when I get that energy, I guess. <laughs> But, for example, like if I'm cooking something special, like I cooked some um, beautiful slow-cooked also buco on the weekend when my brother and sister-in-law came for the weekend and that was something that I really thought about and put a little bit of extra time aside, um, you know, to write up the blog posts and stuff. But I'm always sitting on the couch at night tapping away. Um, I've got, I think I have about 40 recipes that I've started writing up that I haven't got to yet. Um, yeah, and I think I've got about 250 recipes that are published. So, yeah, I do spend a fair bit of time on it, I guess. Heirloom cake, oh, sorry, no, the heritage cake um, section where you can enter a cake and you have to write a description about why this cake's special to you. So I put in Grandma Betty's carrot cake and um, it won first prize. So we were very excited by that. Congratulations. And how did yeah, it come about yeah. that it's to be featured in Country Style? Um. Well, good question. They have a cake, um, like they have a, a cake section where you can send in recipes. And so I sent in um, a recipe. I, did I send it in? Or, yeah, I think I did. I sent it in to the editor there and she said that they'll include it in August. So, yeah. That's so exciting. Congratulations. Mm. We'll yeah, have so to look out nice for fun. it. Mm. And... Um, do you have, it's still talking about um, <laughs> routines and rituals, which I just love. Yeah. How do you guys start your day? Is there anything special that you do at the beginning of the day or the end of the day that's particularly um, relevant to you or your, or your family? 
Um, well, particularly relevant to me, I was actually onto a good thing in summer and I was swimming laps at the Brewer pool um, three mornings a week, which, oh my gosh, I just loved and really kick-started the day well. But um, with small kitties in the house and getting them out to preschool and school, um, the mornings are kind of, you know, just trying to get all the chores done. But um, speaking about rituals, I guess uh, it started when Charlotte and Annabelle were just probably trying to get out of going to bed um, and they would do anything, you know, I'm thirsty, I'm hungry. And I've just started, started a couple of years ago, just cutting up some fruit in the evening after dinner and sort of rinjamis. And um, it's become a bit of a family thing now that Corks and I and the girls, if we're home, we'll sit around and um, all eat, you know, whether it's apples or bananas or oranges or whatever we've got, we all sit around and eat a piece of fruit, like a couple of pieces of fruit before bed. And um, yeah, it's something that we really enjoy and we sort of talk about the day. So I guess that's a ritual um, that we do every day before we go to bed at night. That's why why I love rituals because I think it's something so simple, but it becomes something so big within a family and I think oh I just uh, I, I just love to hear how how they evolve and they always like you say just um just just start as nothing and then become something that you all really look forward to and so ingrained in your life and your girls life. yeah t- totally and oh the girls we do a lot of things um I'm one for tradition and um for example the Australians Women's Weekly Cake um, you know, the novelty cake book, the birthday cake book. Have you got that? You know, with all of the, yes, the, the choo-choo train on the front. Yeah. Um, that's, that's an absolute, we, we look through that cookbook, I think three or four times a day. I've got it here in the kitchen and whenever we're sitting here having breakfast, the girls would have just had their birthday. There'll be 11 months out and they'll already be talking about the cake they're having for the, for their next birthday. Um, so that's something that we, that's also something I guess we do together um, religiously is look through the cake books. Um, yeah. How good. So Lo, tell me about isolation and COVID. And I think that's really where I had discovered your uh, page before that, but I really looked to it during that time when everyone seemed to be, well, I know I certainly was around the stove uh, heaps more than I've ever been and um, this wave yep. of inspiration for cooking was ever-present. But, yeah, what, what did you do with that time and how did you make the most of the opportunities that it came with it? Yeah, well, well funny you say that. Um, for sort of in that isolation period, being a food blogger, um, having a food website, I've seen, I saw more traffic to the Lowe's Kitchen website during those few months of, um, you know, where we were sort of in strict isolation than I had in the last three years. I think um, you can see uh, anyone that has their own web page, I just use a WordPress site and um, you can see the statistics of how many people go onto your page every day. And over the last three years, I think the leg of lamb cooked in the slow cooker in red wine has had the most hits um, over the three years. And then in, I posted a recipe for a crusty loaf of bread, which is a really easy throw together bread, N- nothing adventurous like sourdough or anything. And more people clicked on that sourdough, uh, sorry, on that bread link in a week of isolation than anyone had on anything else in three years so I guess that does go does go to show that people's behavior had changed and were obviously googling and searching for things like cooking your own bread and people were saying they couldn't even get flour on the shelves and um 
yeah, I guess we spent a lot of time, the girls and I at home during isolation, and we did a lot of cooking. Um, and yeah, I guess taking the opportunity just to like spend time at home and just we kind of enjoyed it as hard as it was not being able to see family and friends and you know it's a worrying time with um people being sick we we did try and look on the positive side and just yeah have more time at home we we set up sort of dinners on saturday nights with corks and i and the girls at home and we sat in the dining room and set the table and got out all the good china and we just tried to enjoy it um and yeah we did I think I did put on <laughs> a few kilos over that time because we did eat pretty well. <laughs> um, yeah, we loved our we loved our isolation time too. I am I right in thinking though that you also do pre prepared meals and frozen meals which you sell? Yeah, I have been. Um, I'm not just at the moment, but I have been um, just with the isolation and the COVID. I just sort of stop doing that for the time being um but yes I have um I do have a catering business and I have been doing catering here and there over the last couple of years and that's something that um I'm not ramping up at the moment I I'm focusing on the blog and I really I guess my main goal Sky is to get a cookbook together it's something I've been talking about for so long um I just need to pull my finger out and get onto it but that's sort of where the focus of Lowe's Kitchen is at the moment is trying to get that cookbook up and running that's so exciting. Can you tell me more yeah. about what your vision is for it? Um, well, I've got, I want 200, just over 200 recipes. Um, if you, Sky, you have to come over next time you're coming through Burrowa and come and have a look. But in our dining room, I have every recipe that I want to include in the cookbook. I've got it on a post-it note. And so my whole wall is just covered in post-it notes. Um, and I guess my vision, I want to, yeah, put all of my recipes into a cookbook um, with heaps of photos and, um, yeah, I, I, it's always just been a dream of mine to have a cookbook. I love cookbooks and I have so many of them and I just find it, um, oh, what's the word, not refreshing, but I just find it really therapeutic just to sit down and just to, if you ever get five minutes yourself, just flick through and even if I'm not even reading it, just looking at the pretty pictures and, um, yeah, so that's my, that's my goal is to get a cookbook out before I old and gray <laughs> <laughs> and I don't I, know when <laughs> I love I love that imagery of the post-it notes on the wall that's um that's so cool and um yeah. something very visual that will would be a constant reminder for you I get the feeling that your cookbook would be heavily influenced by traditional heirloom recipes yes totally so the um uh, the categories that I'm looking at, Sky, are similar to the categories that I have on the blog. So um, friends for dinner, what's for dinner, so week, weeknight meals, um, party food, cake stall, so things um, to make for a cake stall, um, lots of hearty, you know, meat and three veggie type, nothing too adventurous, um, things, everything from shepherd's pie to... Um, Oh, lots of slow cooked, oh, slow cooker section. I do use the, the slow cooker gets a bit of a workout here in our house in winter. Um, but yeah, just a lot of sort of easy to cook with ingredients that are easy, easy to source. Um, that's sort of a massive thing for me too. Living in a small town um, is being able to get everything at the supermarket. We're really lucky here. We've got a great supermarket. But um, yeah. Anyway, watch this space. As I say, I've just got to, I've got to stop cooking and creating new recipes so I can get onto the editing and getting stuck into the book. <laughs> yeah. You have to 
throw your energies into projects that uh, you have always dreamt of doing and then somehow they sort of seem to evolve beautifully over time, which is I think what will happen for you. Yeah, well, I just thanks for saying that, Sky. I just can't. I just think uh, if I get around to getting this cookbook out, the party that we can have, hopefully we're all allowed to catch up. When, well, we will be by the time I get around to doing it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, having a, having a party, oh, gosh, you know, Lowe's Kitchen cookbook party, I just cannot wait. <laughs> That's so good. That's the main So motivator. I'm writing a cookbook to have a party. Yeah, the main motivator is to have one hell of a party when it's out. <laughs> Everyone's invited. <laughs> so good. And so how do you ever have time for all of this, having three youngins? And, yeah, I, I'm interested in that too. At making time. Um, I guess I do a lot of stuff at night when the kids are in bed. Um, I'll, I'll sit, as I said, sit on my computer at night and tap away whilst watching the SBS Food Channel. Um, I've always got Rick Stein in the background um, travelling to these amazing places. Um, uh, how do I find time? Oh, there are days, Sky, as I say, where I just get nothing done. Um, I don't know. I guess I prioritise things and so my house is always a mess and my washing pile is way too big um yeah I, I don't know I just find time because I love it so much <laughs> what what are your favorite um cookbooks the ones that you find um I don't know when you I have books that I just when I'm not feeling I don't know when I'm off tilt when I'm a, a bit off the axis and I just everything's a bit in array I love to dip my head back into that sit on my bedside table and I imagine for you you've yep. probably got cookbooks like that well, do you know one of the best cookbooks is um, a cookbook that my mother-in-law gave me um, a couple of years ago. It's the St. Ignatius, Ignatius cookbook, the review cookbook. Um, a school put together a cookbook. So it's all a collection of recipes that parents have sent in. I'm sure a lot of you, um, you know, different schools do fundraisers and have those cookbooks where they all send in a recipe. And I find they're the best cookbooks because the recipes in there aren't complicated and they're um, just good tried and tested recipes. Um, and that's a cookbook that I love looking through. Um, or, oh gosh, I, there are too many. I'm just looking up there now. I, um, I'm a big Rick Stein fan and um, I like Nigella's um, How to Be a Domestic Goddess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've yeah. got all the Jamie Olivers. I love everything Italian. Oh, I've got some random things up there. Yeah. <laughs> how, 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 let's, let's ask me a quick another question. <laughs> we'll be talking on cookbooks. Before we'll we be here all day. <laughs> Do you have a little winter recipe that you, that we might be able to share in the newsletter that's been um, good for you this year? Yes, um, I I think Sky, I'll send you through the recipe for the Osso Buco. Um, I make it in the slow cooker, and traditionally, I think you should be using white wine for Osso Buco, but I use red. Have you made it before? Have you or have you eaten Osso Buco before? No, no, I haven't. I'm no, the cook, but I'm getting there. But so you know, you know, um, you know, like it's the it's a piece of beef on the bone. It's the shin bone. It's the mm. equivalent of lamb shanks. Um, so you slow cook it and, um, and it's delicious and it's so easy. And although it might be, um, a bit difficult to get, oh, well, your butcher will be able to give you also buco. Anyway, it's the nicest cut of meat. And, um, for a dinner party, if you have somebody over, even if you're not a cook, it's really, really easy and, um, delicious and perfect for these cold winter nights. So I'll shoot that through. But if you do want to um, see some of the family recipes, um, you can jump onto the lowskitchen.com.au website and, um, 
plenty of recipes shared there by um, me from my mother-in-law and grandmother's recipes. And tell me, yes, where we find you on, what's the best place to find you? Is it on Instagram or if someone wanted to contact you, would it be on your website or on Instagram or where's best? Yeah. So if you've got Instagram, um, I'm Lowe's underscore kitchen. So Lowe's just L-O-S. It actually, I think that's L-O-S is Spanish for the so it looks like the kitchen, but it's Lowe's kitchen. I'm, so I get called Lowe's. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just shoot me a, a direct message on Instagram or otherwise lowe'skitchen.com.au. It's the web page and I have a contact me um, page there. Um, okay, yes. Lowe. Well, it's been um, so nice to talk with you. Like I just feel – I love um, – having my podcast and being able to get to know people a little bit more behind the scenes of uh, what we actually see on Instagram and you've been a great example of that so thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me thanks guy thanks for having me So, before I let you go, I want to tell you that I cooked Lowe's Osoboko recipe last weekend for the in-laws, and you can find it in my newsletter, which you can join up to if you haven't already at mansonandcompany.com, or you can just check it out on Lowe's website, lowe'skitchen.com.au. As always, thanks for listening, and be sure to keep an eye out for our next episode, which is a real goodie, coming to your playlist soon. Bye.